Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hi guys, and welcome back to Note to Self by Peyton Sarton. That's me, I'm Peyton Sarton, and I have some news for y'all today. Okay, so Note to Self turned one yesterday. And on May 4th, and I cannot believe I've been doing this for a year. For the last year, growing the podcast has been kind of like an experiment because as I've said many times, I have not really made this a huge part of my actual job yet. I haven't made any money on the podcast for the last year. I have just put in a lot of my own time and my own funds into building the podcast and kind of just feeling out the space, seeing where I belong. And to be honest, when I first started, I didn't really know if I was going to make anything of the podcast. It was just kind of like a fun little side thing to do, um, to experiment, like I said. And because of that, I was able to, you know, if I didn't really feel like recording that week, I just didn't have to record because I didn't have sponsors or anything like that. Nothing was too serious. And I've loved that for the, for the past year, but I think Another thing the last year has shown me is that I I really enjoy the podcasting process. I want to make it a big part of my job and I want to take it more seriously and have more time to devote to the podcast so I can make it the best that I can and I want to make note to self the ideal show that I would want to listen to. And thankfully, and I'm I'm really excited to announce that I have joined the Dear Media Network. So Note to Self is now a Dear Media show, which is amazing in all the ways. I'm so excited to kind of dive in and make Note to Self what I think it can be. And what Dear Media is going to provide Note to Self with is just amazing support, network support, and a team that can help me create the show that I want. This is also going to allow me to have access to better guests for the podcast. And it's just going to make everything more professional overall, which will allow me to devote more time to the podcast. So it's kind of a dream come true. I am so pumped that the podcast ended up working out for me <laughs> because I love to try new things when it comes to work. I feel like I heard someone say once that your career isn't a ladder, it's a jungle gym. And for some reason, the way that that's worded just stuck with me for so long. So I just keep trying new and different things to make my career more exciting and to keep myself on my toes. And, 
you know, keep myself stressed out like I freaking love to do. Um, and so it's cool when something actually sticks. And I want to thank you guys so much for listening and for supporting Note to Self because you are really the reason that Note to Self is now a dear media show. And it's just, I'm living my best fucking life because of you guys. So thank you so, so much. And I have some really exciting episodes planned for the next few months. And I'm excited to travel, to talk to guests and all the things. So thank y'all so much. Again, I cannot say that enough. And I hope you guys enjoy what's to come for Note to Self. All right. So let's give a little recap of this last weekend. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you might've seen that I went to Vegas for one of my best friends, bachelorette parties. Her name is Tessa. Uh, I met Tessa about 10 years ago through my best friend from college, Laurel, who I've spoken about many times in this podcast. Laurel and I met on move-in day when we were 18. And then very shortly after I met Tessa because her and Tessa are basically cousins. They've been you know, essentially family since they, since birth. So, uh, this weekend I went with both Tessa and Laurel and then some of Tessa's girlfriends from Dallas who I've met before, but hadn't had like a lot of time to really bond with just because many of them are moms. They have like, some of them have two, three children, uh, or stepchildren. So like, they're always really busy. I'm always busy with work and traveling. So it was a really nice time to kind of bond with other Dallas women. So I've told y'all before, and especially whenever you see me with my friend Tessa and things are looking opulent, I like to say that I live wealthy people adjacent. I'm doing okay for myself. I can afford nice things for myself. And I was lucky enough to grow up in a time or in a place not my whole life. Let me, let me make that very clear. (laughs) But later in my youth to go to a lovely private school and and live in idyllic neighborhood, I would say earlier stages, middle of my uh, youth, not so much, but later on I was, and I was, you know, just around a lot of people who come from very powerful places and families and things like that. So when you see me hopping on a private plane, or you see me in a high roller suite, I think we all know <laughs> that that's not mine. <laughs> uh, not I'm not that kind of, <laughs> not the kind of rich. <laughs> so I obviously enjoy all my bonding time with my friends. I very much enjoy getting a high class experience on not my own dime. That is wonderful as well. So we were in Vegas. We stayed in this amazing suite. Uh, Myself, Laurel, and Tessa stayed in the one I showed y'all, just us three. We felt like the queens of the world. Laurel and I were like, I could get used to this, <laughs> okay? Because if Laurel and I were paying for our own shit, it would have been, you know, a very different experience. So we just had the best fucking weekend ever. One of the girls is very type A and had like everything planned, which is a dream. I will say one of the nights we had to all pitch in for the most expensive table I've literally ever heard of in my life. And the other women (laughs) who are a little more, uh, let's say advanced than us, uh, myself and Laurel, were just kind of like looking at us like side-eyeing being like, okay, y'all can Venmo whatever you think is fair for the table. Like if you can't uh, Venmo us for the whole thing, like that's okay. And Laurel and I are like, thank fuck (laughs) because this is ridiculous. So again, I got an experience that I did not deserve or work for. And we love that for me. I will say in my own defense that 
I am a essential and by the, you know, in the eyes of the law, a single girl. Uh, I do not have a dual income household, nor do I have a very wealthy partner. So um, I'm going to go ahead and reserve the right to pitch in less than everybody uh, because of that. I'm also quite a bit, <laughs> bit younger than everyone. So <laughs> me and Laurel were literally just like the babies of the group, like flopping around like, um, okay, yeah, we'll do whatever. Uh, when they told us the minimum of the table, I shared with you all that $7,000 bottle of tequila that they got. Laurel and I looked at each other and we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck is going on? $7,000. Well, actually what happened was I was taking a shot of the tequila that we were sitting there at the table with. And it was like a Casa Azul bottle that I had never seen before. It's like all black. And I took a shot of the tequila and I look at one of the girls and I'm like, holy shit, that's so good. Like, I don't even need to chase it. And she goes, yeah, $7,000. I looked at her. I turned to Laurel and I was like, like just shock in my eyeballs. Like I was like, I, I can't believe that I just drank that. Like I wanted to spit it back out and put it back in the bottle. <laughs> but all jokes aside, they were all very nice and understanding of the fact that not all of us live that way. Okay. And we just had a wonderful time. Like I said, a time that I don't deserve a time that I did not pay for. So we love when that can happen to me. And that's kind of the explanation of what was going on this weekend. Y'all can look at my Instagram for more photos, but I will say I was killing the Vegas outfit game. I got obviously everything from Revolve and I wore two retrofit dresses, one on Friday, one on Saturday. Also, I have to tell y'all a fucking story. It's not that dramatic, but I think it's kind of hilarious. So the first night we were in Vegas. We went to Delilah for dinner and we went around 10 PM and I, first of all, Delilah in Vegas is massive. It's like substantially larger than the one in Los Angeles. And we had this table that was kind of up towards the front, right by where the stage is, where the performers are coming out. And we're all walking in, looking all cute. There's like seven of us total. So we're looking cute. We're causing a scene because all the girls are absolutely stunning and just dressed to the nines. And I sit down and I'm kind of facing with my back towards the stage and my like, I'm just facing the rest of the restaurant, basically. And I'm sitting there for a couple of minutes until I look up and right at the <laughs> table next to me, <laughs> looking directly in my eyeballs is a guy I dated, my ex when I was like 24 and we didn't date for that long, but we knew each other for a long time before we ever dated. And I just like look up and, <laughs> and my friend Tessa knew him, Laurel knew him. So I look up and I look at them and I go, um, turn around, <laughs> fucking turn around, turn around. And they were like, what, like you're scaring me. Like what's going on? I'm like, my ex is right there. And all the other girls are like, what's going on? I'm like, my ex is free. I'm like trying to be quiet <laughs> to not cause a scene. <laughs> but everyone was like, oh, what is, what are the fucking chances? What are the fucking chances? Um, so I thought that was kind of hilarious. I feel like we ended on good terms and I am totally fine with him. He's actually great. So, and if we would have dated for a longer time, maybe it'd be more dramatic, but uh, just what are the fucking odds? Also, can you imagine? <laughs> So that was my weekend in Vegas. Some debauchery, some overspending, not on my behalf, and seeing an ex-boyfriend. 
about six feet from my eyeballs. Um, an interesting time had by all. I cannot wait to take you along for Tessa's wedding next weekend. I'm sure it's going to be fucking beautiful and stunning and amazing. Uh, it's happening not this weekend, but next weekend. And it's going to be yet another weekend of me living rich people adjacent. I have to say rich people adjacent uh, when I talk about this and when I share this stuff, because I don't want y'all to think that this is me bragging because it's not me. <laughs> it's them. And I'm just there for the ride. So don't fucking hate me. Okay. All right. So after nearly 15 minutes of intro, let's get to the point of today's episode. I wanted to talk about this for a little while. Today, we're talking about creating your perfect morning routine. Now, this might seem simple, but I promise this isn't going to be like every YouTube video you've ever seen where they get up early and make their greens and do all the things, you know what I mean? And go work out and journal and do this and do this and like all the things. That's, that's not my morning routine. And I mostly want to share with y'all how I created my morning routine so you can create one for your own self. And I also, you know, I like to put the little note to self spin on it of giving yourself grace, of allowing yourself to naturally do what you want to do and to really trust your own self when it comes to making decisions in your life and applying that to your morning routine. It's kind of all about creating a routine that makes you feel good, not doing a set of prescribed things that your favorite influencer does um, with 30 to do's to tackle before you even start your day. I feel like that's just like not relaxing, but if that works for you, that works for you. If it doesn't work for you, this is your permission to not fucking do that because it doesn't work for me either. I don't know why anyone adds more to do's you know, right at the beginning of their day, right before they sit down to do all the to-dos. It just, I don't know. And I was caught in that a little bit for the last few years thinking, okay, well, I work for myself. I need to set myself up for success. I need to get up at like early. I need to get up and um, write down all the things that I'm grateful for. I need to do my manifesting in the morning. Then I need to journal and do my morning pages. And then I need to do some light stretching, maybe some yoga. And then I need to have about 15 minutes of breath work. And then I need to go on a little walk to grab my coffee. Uh, and then I need to set intention, my intentions for the day. And I just would do that to myself and make like a list of things. Oh, I had to read for 15 minutes a day. Like, oh, then I got to get, I got to get dressed and go work out. No, I don't. I don't do that anymore. The back end of my 20s right now is about relaxing. I have been type A. I'm a Capricorn, if y'all are into that. I have six placements in Capricorn, actually. Uh, so I am type A as fuck. I'm the first child. So that's just a little bit about me. I'm very stressed. I am very, I mean, I've carried anxiety with me <laughs> my entire life. I don't know a day that I didn't have anxiety in a very severe way. I take things way too seriously. So the last few years have been about like, wait a minute, pause. Why does it need to be this serious? Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Everyone relax. Me talking to myself. You're going to be fine if you don't do your nine part morning routine. And if you don't naturally want to do it, if that's not what's naturally what you're looking for in the morning, I mean, just, you don't got to do it again, me talking to myself. All right. So here's some background info, all of that, that I just said, plus I told y'all somewhat 
recently, I think I had a hormone test done or a hormone panel done, uh, for some skincare that I was going to get. Actually, this, the company is called veracity skincare. They kind of go based off of your hormones. So they had me do a little spit test thing at home and I sent it into them and it kind of just tracks your hormones right in the morning. And from what I understand in the morning, we're all prone to have a higher level of cortisol in our system, but they account for that in this test and say, okay, like, you know, here's your progesterone and here's your testosterone and all these things. And it has this graph that charts them all out beautifully. And there's like a little colorful indicator of this is the normal zone. And all of my hormone markers were in the normal zone besides one. And that was cortisol, the stress hormone. And I'm looking for my little cortisol dot to see where it falls on the graph. And it is almost completely off the graph. (laughs) It is so high that they actually didn't have space to register it on the graph. So they just put it at the very end to indicate it goes past this mark. (laughs) And to that, I was like, well, fuck, something needs to change here because that's not good. Some cortisol is great. It gets you going. Uh, it, It gets you doing those to-do lists. It, it helps me a lot with work because I'm quote, a go-getter really it's just anxiety, but we'll say I'm a go-getter. That was a huge wake up call for me to start being like, okay, I need to start looking at my routine and my like just morning in general, because now I need to craft a whole routine about staying calm and reducing my morning cortisol, because I know the feeling I wake up in the morning, my whole entire life, I've woken up as if someone just punched me in the throat. <laughs> it's literally like a, I sit up and it's a huge gasp. Like, <gasps> like I'm like looking around, like what, like I'm about to get attacked and I don't know why, <laughs> I guess now I know why it's just my cortisol levels. I have been getting adequate amounts of sleep for the past couple of years. So it doesn't really have much to do with that. Well, on average adequate amounts of sleep. So anyways, I'm getting off topic. Very high levels of cortisol. I also work for myself. So I have the freedom to kind of craft the morning that I want in terms of when I wake up and um, what I do in the morning, because I don't have to really be somewhere at a specific time unless I set that meeting or that time because I have full control over my schedule. As I said, I'm a very anxious person. So we got that one covered. And in the past, I've always looked online, as I've said, for inspo on how to like have the most productive morning ever because it's just within my like lens that I see the world. I'm like always looking to be more productive and more efficient and better. And optimization is kind of my addiction because I'm a Capricorn, obviously. So the problem really is that I was always failing at this picture perfect morning routine, which left me feeling guilty and rushed and defeated very early on in the day. It added to my hefty to-do list. Um, And I just kind of felt like I was chasing what you're, quote, supposed to do to have a productive morning and to set yourself up for a productive day. And then I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? This is so much stress that doesn't need to be happening. So I realized I needed to like craft a morning routine that helped me actually. That wasn't something I saw on someone's YouTube video. This was something that I specifically wanted to do. And I just kind of was like, all right, what do I want to feel? I want to feel calm. I want to feel happy. And I want to enjoy my life. That's what I want to set myself up for in the morning. 
because it only dawned on me at like 25, 26 that you're supposed to enjoy things in life. Cause I've been so busy rushing through and trying to optimize and be great at things and get shit done, which we just, you know, have talked about as just pretty much anxiety. <laughs> I forgot that you're supposed to enjoy life or rather than forgot, I just never really realized, I think. And that manifested itself in so many areas of my life, but specifically for the sake of this episode in my morning routine. So I knew I wanted to start the day on the right foot. I want to do what feels good to me, what feels natural to me and what makes me excited. And I didn't want to lock myself into like some routine without allowing myself to change it. If I fucking wanted to, like, I'm not in a prison. (laughs) I'm, I'm allowed to do what I want. (laughs) And again, this dawned on me way too late in my life. So I sat down with myself. I said, okay, what do you enjoy doing in the morning? And I had a little while where I just didn't really have a morning routine and not having one made me realize that I actually do like to have a morning routine, but I just don't need it to be so regimented. I want it to be something that I enjoy and look forward to. So I can kind of just get myself in the mindset to start working uh, in a way that I feel just like comfortable and relaxed and inspired rather than, you know, all the rushed and stressed part that I explained earlier. So while I didn't really have a morning routine, I just did the things that I enjoy. I did the things that naturally came to me, kind of the stuff that you would maybe do on a weekend morning. And I noticed the things that I did that I liked and that inspired me and made me calm and at peace. I also like to think about the little things that make me happy. And overall, I just wanted it to be a safe time and space for me to center myself, which is kind of the point of any morning routine. I just kept doing what other people were doing to center themselves, which half that shit on YouTube. I feel like people do these morning routine videos and like they don't do that every morning. I feel like that's impossible for them to actually be doing that every morning, but they go to film it and they like make their ideal morning routine and then they don't actually do it themselves. They just like share it with you. And then we all believe them. And then we're all like, fuck, I have to get up at 6 a.m. And if I don't get up at 6 a.m. and journal for 15 minutes, I'm going to lose all that information. I'm going to be so stressed. And then like I'm stressed about the journaling part that's supposed to be making me relaxed. So anyways, I just started doing what the fuck I wanted to do. Now, if you have a nine to five or an eight to six, whatever people are doing nowadays, uh, or if you have children, this might be a little bit different, obviously, than what I do, but I feel like you still owe yourself some time in the morning, whether it's an hour or whether it's 30 minutes, uh, to do something that you fucking like to do that makes you happy to be awake in the morning. So I put together a morning routine. This is also, by the way, a very loose morning routine. It can be changed whenever I want to, but I do think that doing something habitually in the morning and in the evening Obviously, if you're traveling, it's a little bit different, but it's helpful to kind of get your mind right for the day. And I do like patterns. I do. I like habitual things. I like something little to look forward to each day. Really, that's a big part of it is me looking forward to the process in the morning. So I actually get out of bed (laughs) because as I shared in this last week's YouTube video, I do deal with anxiety and depression. Uh, a lot. And those two things coupled together can either have me in a frenzy in the morning or not wanting to get out of bed at all. 
Um, so I'm either jumping out of bed because I'm so anxious or I'm laying in bed because I'm like, I just don't want to deal right now. Depends on when, which one's pulling me in that direction more that day, I guess. Uh, and then sometimes I'm just absolutely paralyzed from the two of them being best buds in my brain. So I made something that would be easy for me to accomplish that I could feel proud of. And that made me calm and centered and happy. So I'm going to share what, what I do, but this is just ideas for your own morning routine. I really think that you should genuinely notice what you're enjoying in the morning and do those little things for yourself. And don't focus so much on having to be the most productive person on the planet right when you wake up in the morning. So first of all, I always try to get eight hours of sleep. I've been pretty good at this until I'm like, depression really hits me or something. And then I'm just like up at all, all hours of the night, but I have been focusing on getting eight hours of sleep, which is obviously very helpful for waking up in the morning with clarity and feeling rested. Clearly. Uh, I've been using my aura ring to track my sleep. That's O U R A. I think it's aura, but maybe it's aura. I don't know. Aura sounds weird, but that's how it's spelled. So anyways, I've been using this aura ring. I really like it. It tracks like heart rate and it tracks your sleep. So it'll tell you like how much REM sleep you got, light sleep, deep sleep, if you woke up. So that made me more aware of my sleep and it's allowed me to kind of start making changes to improve the amount of like REM sleep I'm getting, for example. So once I'm awake and feeling rested. Oh, also, by the way, because I do have control over my own schedule, and I do know that I tend to stay up late at night because some people like their time in the morning when no one's talking to them or bothering them. And that's their peaceful time. For me, it's nighttime. So I like to stay up late. I've always been that way my entire life because I feel more alone in a good way at nighttime. And I feel just like it's like the time to kind of relax and have a little bit of free time. It's when I'm most inspired. So I, again, before I was trying to put myself in a box and do what I should do, which is get up early. And at that point I just wasn't getting enough sleep because my body just naturally likes to stay up later. I tried to train myself to go to sleep earlier, but it's just like not my vibe. Okay. So instead of fighting myself, I have just switched my schedule for the most part. So I go to sleep when I go to sleep, usually around midnight, if I can get to bed quote early in my opinion, and I try to wake up at eight. So Depending on when I go to sleep, I just set my alarm for about eight hours later. I schedule mostly everything that I need to do outside of the house and meetings wise in the afternoon if I can, or at least around like 11 a.m. Um, so everything's pushed back in my day. And of course, I'm like I said, I'm filming or I'm recording this at uh, 10 p.m. right now. So I work. I'm happy to work like way later if I don't have to get up super early in the morning. So again, this is me going with my own natural, you know, sleep pattern. So the first thing I do in the morning that is productive, um, mostly just for my own sanity is make the bed. Sometimes when depression is hitting really hard, making the bed is the most difficult task in the fucking world. But I always try to get it done just because it makes me feel like clean. And it also ensures that I don't get back into the bed. I don't know, something about the bed being made, I just don't want to lay on it again, which is a great, a great thing for me in the morning. Then I will try to do my athletic greens. So I have the little AG1 powder from Athletic Greens. Uh I they got me with the TikTok ads, and then I actually worked with them more recently. So I am so obsessed. I try to have that 
right when I wake up because one, it gets me my water. I just put the powder in some water. I get some water first thing in the morning and just kind of wakes me up. And with that athletic greens powder, I have to wait like 30 minutes until I eat or drink something else. I'm pretty sure. So I just do that and set my timer for 30 minutes because that's when I like make a little breakfast in my coffee. So while I'm waiting to make my breakfast and have coffee and stuff, I turn on music or a podcast. So I made a playlist for myself in the morning time. I usually have one of those. I've had a playlist for the morning time since like high school or maybe even middle school. I need, when I get up, I need like light, which I sleep with the shades usually open, um, unless it's really hot and like the sun shining in really hot or something. But I have the full floor to ceiling windows in my apartment and I sleep with the shades pretty much open in the house. So I wake up, there's light, and then I put on music because it just makes me feel like more awake and alive. So once I've made the bed, I've had my water and athletic greens and my podcast is on or music is on, depending on what I feel like listening to. Some people will say, start your day with a like uplifting podcast. (laughs) I like to start my day with crime podcasts. Sometimes I feel like a lot of the time with the details of crime podcasts, I'm not really listening anyways. And they're, I don't know, there's something about them that relaxes me. I know it's kind of a normal thing for women. We, We just love true crime. So I don't try to listen to anything too information heavy directly, like the first thing in the morning, cause it's just like my brain's not working yet. So it's either a crime podcast or music. I really like the serotonin playlist on Spotify too. I feel like that's a good one to wake up. Spotify has some really great playlists to just look for, for your morning playlist. So if you guys want some suggestions, go type in like morning playlist on Spotify and you'll find something. The podcast I listen to or the crime podcast that I like in the morning sometimes are my favorite murder, crime junkie, or morbid. I feel like they all three do a great job and I just feel like oddly relaxed when I listen to most of those. I mean, there's some episodes that are really fucking dark, but a lot of them are dark enough to be like a little interesting, (laughs) horrible, but interesting. And also, um, engaging without me having to listen to every single word and like take notes, you know, something that's just kind of a simple, easy listen is best. Also, while I'm waiting for my time to drink my coffee, which I'm waiting very patiently at this point because I love my morning coffee, literally mostly just for the ritual part of it. I don't feel like I'm that affected by coffee and caffeine anymore unless I have like a Red Bull or something. But I do love the ritual of having my coffee every morning, which we'll get to in a second. So while I'm waiting to have my coffee, I sit down and I kind of plan my day out with my like initial to do's that I have to do. Usually, um, if I've already done that the night before, which sometimes I have, I kind of just look over what my day is supposed to be. So I can just like mentally prep for like what I'm going to do after I have my coffee and make my breakfast during this time. I'll also just clean up stuff. If I feel like it, if there's stuff out, I'll, you know, maybe throw some dishes in the dishwasher or, or get them out, do something to feel like I'm cleaning my space a little bit if I need it. Um, and I'll also do my morning skincare routine, which is very simple. I just do like, sometimes I don't cleanse actually. And I'll just do like a little spritz of aloe water and some moisturizer and SPF, or I'll cleanse if I feel like it. So this is just kind of like a time to do whatever I need to do in that 30 minutes to make me feel fresh and to also make my space feel fresh. 
Then my 30 minute timer will go off. And at this point, I've probably already started to make my breakfast and I'll have breakfast and I will have my coffee. I just drink a regular coffee from the Nespresso. I like the little vanilla pods. And my favorite thing ever is my Ember mug, the one that like heats itself up and like stays warm because I drink my coffee all throughout the morning. And I just have a little almond milk in there and a Truvia. I've been doing normal, just regular coffee lately because it helps me poop in the morning, to be quite honest. I feel like if I have lattes or something like that, it doesn't really help that much. And we got to get that started ASAP. All right. So I have my coffee in the morning <laughs> to enjoy it. And also for that reason, I'll be honest. And once I'm done with breakfast, once I'm done with coffee. Oh, I also want to mention during this time, like when I'm eating or drinking coffee, that initial morning time when I'm doing my consumption, I like to kind of do something that makes me feel inspired, whether it's look on Pinterest or like jot out more to do's, do some more organization, brainstorm for the podcast. I want to do something that makes me excited or like just kind of engaged, but not feeling bogged down with like something I have to do or that's stressful because I feel like it's just time to enjoy my food, time to enjoy my coffee and not have a bunch of really stressful things happening right in the morning. And then by this time, I feel calm. I feel excited. And I'm almost like antsy to get going on my day and to get started. And I feel mentally prepped and just like, I'm ready to do whatever I need to do and almost like enjoy the things that I need to do because I'm in such a good headspace at this point, because I haven't put pressure on myself. I've relaxed and I've built a morning routine that makes me feel good without having to hit all these points of optimization, which is really the key for me. And it's really helped me. I should probably take a new cortisol test <laughs> soon and see if, you know, me taking all of that extra shit off my plate that really wasn't working for me personally has an effect on my level of cortisol in the morning. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know really, really know how that works, but I do feel less stressed and I feel really good about my morning. So that is my morning routine. That's kind of the way that I go about building my morning routine. And I want y'all to take some time to really listen to yourself and build something in the morning that makes you excited to wake up, that makes you excited to get out of bed, that's full of maybe productive things that you should do to prep yourself for the day, but also some things that you really love and that make you happy because we are supposed to enjoy ourselves sometimes. And I love putting little th moments throughout my day that I know I'm going to enjoy. Um, it just lightens the mood for me inside my brain. And it makes everything in my life feel easier almost. Even if it's not easy, it makes me feel like I can tackle those things. Because again, I'm not doing so much in the morning that I can fail at before, you know, 9 a.m. even gets around <laughs> on the clock. Um, and I just feel ready. And I can't say enough good stuff about it. So I know this might be kind of obvious to some people. For some reason, it took me a long time to realize that I didn't need to do what everyone else was doing in order to optimize my morning because I think my morning for me is optimized. I feel like it does do its job. It does get me in my headspace, my right headspace to start working. It does make the day seem doable. It makes me feel competent. 
and it makes me feel able to conquer whatever it is that I need to conquer in a calm and collected state. And that's what a morning routine should do, I think. So let me know on the most recent Instagram post uh, what you guys are doing for your morning routine and what makes you happy in the morning because I'm always looking for new things to incorporate if I find something that really speaks to me. So let me know what y'all do. Let me know if you take it easier, if you're going really hard. Another thing I want to note, I don't like to work out in the morning times because I just feel like it makes me not relaxed. I know some people, um, it makes their day a whole lot better if they work out in the morning. I know some people kind of have to work out in the morning. Um, like I said, I do want to keep noting that I do understand that my schedule is not what everyone else is free to do because some people have to go to an office and, you know, do the things they have to do. But I think within your own schedule, to some extent, you can craft a morning routine that helps you. So yeah, I don't like working out in the morning. I kind of like doing it in the afternoon, like sometime around noon is a great workout time for me or in the evening time. I usually go like 536 to one of my favorite classes. And that is all that I have for y'all today. Please, like I said, make sure to comment on the last Instagram post about morning routines and give me some of your morning routine ideas and some of the things you like to do to start your day off in a very calm way. Before I go, I wanted to tell y'all that I have found a new genius system through some of my other friends who podcast uh, for y'all to submit your ask P advice column questions. So on my personal Instagram, and I'm going to put them also on the note to self Instagram, I just made Google forms for y'all to be able to submit things anonymously. So I made a couple different forms, one for the ask P advice column. If you guys are new here, I do that once a month and it's kind of new, but I'm having such a fun time with it. And if you guys want to submit to that, I'm going to leave the links for all the forms down below as well. Uh, but they will also always live on my Instagram highlights and a note to self Instagram highlights. Basically, you can anonymously submit your advice questions when you are asking these. Please make sure to give me as many details as possible so I can give you the best advice that I can and like what I would do in that situation um, so I can know the whole background story and give yourself a nice little nickname or use your real name or use an initial, whatever you want to do, but try to sign it off so I can like, like actually acknowledge whatever nickname or whatever you put in there when I'm talking about the story. Also moving forward, I love the idea of getting the community more engaged in episodes and kind of getting y'all's feedback and your inspiration for episodes and um, kind of just your opinions on topics that I talk about. So I'm going to make a couple other forms right now. There's one for uh, romanticizing your life and like simple pleasures where you can go in just type out things that make you happy. Like we're talking about this in my morning routine. I love having my coffee. It feels like a ritual that I love. It's such a small thing that I can do for myself every single day that doesn't cost a ton of money. It just feels nice to make my coffee and sit at my house. So that's kind of an example of something that I would write in myself if I was writing it on the form. There's a simple pleasures one that I'm going to share. We're going to do a whole episode about that which will be such a happy and light episode. I'm going to make one for X because I want to know y'all's just ickiest icks ever. <laughs> and I'm fucking excited to do that episode too. I can't wait to brainstorm my icks. Another thing I really want to do is the little things that you do for your partner or that your partner does for you to show each other that you love each other. 
It can be from a current relationship or a past relationship, whatever it is, or your friends. Just a little like lovey-dovey episode I think would be fun to do. And I can share some of my own too. And another one I really want to do is sharing most embarrassing stories. So all those forms are going to be coming up on the Instagram and hopefully in the description of this episode. Uh, and we'll always live in the description of all the episodes and you guys can submit those at any time anonymously. And I think it's just going to be the most fun time ever. And it's going to be such a fun way to connect with listeners. Um, and you guys can feel like you're a part of note to self a little bit more. So thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review. You can do so on Spotify and on Apple podcasts on the Apple podcast app. I'm really excited to take y'all along on the next step of note to self and uh, my whole journey with being with the Dear Media Network. Come find me on Instagram at Peyton Sarton and you can find note to self on Instagram at NTS by PS. Note to self is also on TikTok. Um, I'm also on TikTok and I'm on YouTube. So everything will, as always, be in the show notes. And thank you guys so much for listening. I love you so much and I'll talk to y'all next week.